Was that good? Rawr. <laughs> Welcome to Jurassic Park. Why did I give him an accent? <laughs> I'm Cheryl. I'm Molly. And I'm John Hammond. Welcome aboard. Please keep all hands, arms, legs, and feet inside at all times. Podcast, you are all clear. I started to do some research on Jurassic Park, what I refer to as Jurassic Park River Adventure. It's not what it's called. No, that's in Japan? No? What? Is that a thing? Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it is. So I think what, okay, so I started looking at this and I was like, Jurassic Park River Adventure. Yay, I love Orlando. I love Islands of Adventure. That's the second version of this ride and I had no idea. Oh. Interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. And I feel like other than the tram tour, you don't often hear that Universal Hollywood had an attraction first. But they did. And it was Oh wow. Jurassic Park The Ride. We've got another The Ride on our hands here. Oh Ooh. boy. Mm-hmm. Those we're back to those guys in the, the meeting room that are mm-hmm. like, let's come up with a name. The Ride. The Ride. Perfect. Sealed. Let's go. Go, lunchtime. Lunchtime. Um, Time for our cigar break. <laughs> Cigars. Oh, it's 9.30 in the morning. <laughs> well, interestingly enough, that would have been 1990, so not oh, exactly. Oh, whoops. Okay. All right. Uh, maybe not cigars. So let's see, 90s. Cigarillos. I guess cig- cigarettes are still big in the 90s, right? Yeah, Virginia Slims. Virginia. <laughs> I'm going to have a Winston-Salem. No, that's that's not right. That's not even That a... sounds like someone who worked at Jurassic Park. <laughs> Mr. Salem, the rappers, they're loose. But that's not what happened. And okay. here, here is what did happen. Um, you guys will be happy to hear that our friend Steve Spielberg was also obviously Steve. very involved in this process. Steve, yes, are you? Is, is Steve going to be joining us? No, he's not. I invited oh, he's him, busy. but he said we oh. don't have, uh, we're not high profile enough to be on our podcast. Oh. oh. Yeah, I don't okay. know well. what that means. But can I tell you though? I know somebody who knows somebody who's friends with a Spielberg's daughter and like this Whoa. only story I, uh, yeah I mean they're people too I guess they have friends like and they were like you know the weirdest feeling that person said to my friend who said to my friend was like that <laughs> <laughs> he's just somebody's dad like when you go over to someone's house and they're like hey do you guys want a sprite or something like yeah he's had that situation with Steve Spielberg <laughs> I mean he's just crazy. a guy you know yes he looks like a dad. Oh, what? 100%. Yeah. Like he wears yeah. socks with like his like yeah. sandals, right? 100%. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what I do. So. Yeah. So and, and like, your dad. So. I got the welcome kit. I got the once I had the baby, it was like a dad welcome kit and it was yeah. like Cargos. So, it was a it was a dressing guide mm-hmm. and it came with a a flowery uh flowy shirt, you yeah. know, button-up shirt. Mhm. Yeah. Cargo pants, socks Cargo with pants. sandals. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. And yeah, a I'm... Steven Spielberg emblem entertainment baseball hat, I think. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's pretty chill. Can you imagine having him as a dad, though? Like, as crazy. I'm, sh- I'm sure he's great. I wonder if he, like, directs as a dad. You know, like, you know how sometimes your job kind of leaks into your personal life? So, like, is he at home? And, like, if people get a little rowdy, he's like, all right, kids, cut. 
No, I think he's probably, because he's so nerdy and has, like, I mean, like, E.T., like, he has all those futuristic ideas. He's probably, like, that person who's like, well, what do you think about this? Or let me show you this fun article. Wouldn't that be funny if all of a sudden it ate things and you're like, Dad, I don't care. Like, turn it into a movie and I'll watch it, but don't tell me this story right now. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> and he's we all know he's probably most proud of, of all his work. He's most proud of the E.T. pre-show where he comes out of the forest. Yeah. That's my guess. Number one. I bet he talks about that. It's the best. Can I share a little secret with you right now? Uh, With just the two of us? Or do you want me to keep rolling? (laughs) I mean, this could be for everybody. Because you might be doing the same thing. Don't know about I'm actually listening to the Jurassic Park music (gasps) in the background as we do our podcast right now. Okay. It's it's Um, in my ear. magical? Movie magic? How How is this happening? I'm just listening to the music. Uh, on my headphones <laughs> yeah like if i were to play it on my computer it would pipe through my headphones and not through my audio like microphone but in your yeah how do you not hear us in your headphones i can i hear both like what if you did it right now it, it would work if you have your headphones in interesting you just have to adjust the volume levels because like obviously if i had the music too loud i'd be talking like this guys could you have a do you uh you change your accent do <laughs> Do you find it to be inspiring? Because I think the Jurassic Park soundtrack is one of the most inspiring movie scores ever. It is, yeah. It, like, it, sometimes it, like, it it, it invokes, is that the right word? Sure. It invokes all these emotions of, like, nostalgia. That's not even an emotion. Happiness. Uh, mm-hmm. Sometimes a little bit of a tear, mm. depending on what part of the music is playing. Uh it, uh, it's just everything. It's John Williams, right? Uh, yeah, John Williams. Classic. Yep. Beautiful, beautiful soundtrack. It is so good. And there are moments in this attraction, actually, that really use the soundtrack to mm-hmm. a beautiful, a beautiful effect. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. So if you're listening, well, I guess if you're listening, you wouldn't be able to listen to both. So I apologize. But after you're done listening to us, you can go listen to the Jurassic Park soundtrack. Totally. Recommend it. Can I tell you guys a little bit about how this ride came to be? Because I found it to be very fascinating and quite unique, actually. Yeah, I'm very interested in the timeline because I mm-hmm. I personally don't know much about this ride. I only rode it once what? only because I don't like water rides. I don't know right. if you know this about me. I think we've talked about this before. Yeah. I don't like getting wet and having to walk around all gross. So I try to stay away from them. But I want to ride them at least once because it's a ride. I want right. to, like enjoy it so i've done the one in florida and then i did the one out here in hollywood before they closed it down to replace it with the jurassic mm. world and did you like it i did enjoy it it was a great like because i love the movie the, the music i even played the game on like super nintendo wow uh so it it definitely f- it, it filled that like jurassic park ride a hole <laughs> yeah mm-hmm sure um I love it too. Cheryl, what's your overall feeling on this ride? I remember loving it when Islands of Adventure first opened. It was one of my favorites. But I have so many questions just about like the structural integrity of buildings and like dinosaur size. Like we'll get into it in a little bit, but Great. I get so distracted by that that I'm almost like I don't remember what the ride was about. I'm cannot wait to hear more about what you what you're thinking, what you're noodling on over there. I'm so excited. It's a big noodle. <laughs> it's a big noodle. 
Here we go. I um I also love River Adventure. I'm 50-50 on water rides. Like if the point is to get you soaked, I'm less interested. Mm-hmm. But something like Splash Mountain or River Jurassic Park River Adventure, I feel like get you less wet than say um like a like a cali river rapids yes right right those are designed i think to get you more more soaked through and what's the um what's the other one in islands of adventure bluto's is that the one that it goes down a big hill though oh that's the rick um, canadian mountain man what yes, him. Name? I can like picture. I can picture the whole ride, and it's <laughs> Dudley Do Right. Like, That's yes, it. <laughs> yes. Um, that ride is intense. I think they just dump buckets of water on you at a certain point. Like a team members there, like at the yeah, end, that one I can't. Water. I can't handle. Those are overdoing it a little bit. Like I like the idea that you go down a, a big hill and get splashed. Um, so, but Jurassic Park. I also really like this ride, but the drop itself is so aggressive. It's way more aggressive than other drops. Like it's intense, yeah. Oh, I think maybe I we can talk stats, but I mean, it feels in it. It feels very intense. It feel, doesn't feel like like a Splash Mountain to me. Like the intensity of it. Splash Mountain to me feels like fun. Like you're truly just flying for a second. This ride is like I might fl- it might flip over. <laughs> oh man, I have the exact opposite feeling. Mm. But I think it's also one of those like big plane, little plane things. So like Splash Mountain is a smaller log flume, so I feel everything. Right. Whereas like Jurassic Park is a bigger ride vehicle, so it's like I don't know. I don't need such a good mm. point. I don't know. That's such a good point. Okay, so here's the timeline, and it's pretty interesting. So in 1990, Jurassic Park the book was published. And it was a big hit right away. And at that time, Universal and Steven Spielberg, Amblin Entertainment, bought the rights to Jurassic Park immediately did, did in you 1990. Guys, did you guys read the book before or did you ever read the book, I guess would be my question. I've never read the book and I would have been, I did not know how to read in 1993, uh, 1990. Uh, so. Okay. All right. <laughs> Just saying. Um, so no, I've never read the book. Have you read the book? Yeah, I read the book, but after. Yeah, sure. But I loved it. And it's one of those great moments of, you know, when you read a book and you get, like, more and the story's a little bit different. Like, it's it's that. And and it made me read. I I think I read The Lost World after that. Interesting. Is that how many books there are, though, or are there more? I thought – I think it was just two, right? Not sure. You're going to be the book expert. I'm checking right now. Yeah, fact check it. Fact check it. I'm, I'm actually messaging Steve uh, right now. Sure. Even Perfect. though he didn't he didn't write the books, but he knows no. Michael Crichton like personally. Right. So yeah, he knows. Let me just. He has send good a quick dad jokes, or I don't over. know. Steven Spielberg. Yeah. yeah, he definitely does. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or I think it's not so much like good dad jokes, but like because people probably fawn all over him, but he's not like one of those like hoity-toity Hollywood people. Like mm-hmm. people have always just laughed at him, so he genuinely thinks they're funny, and nobody tells yeah. him otherwise. Yeah. Oh, guys, I want to just correct something real quick here. Um, The author is dead. So you're not chatting with him. Wouldn't be able to reach out to him. He was only 66 when he died. That's sad. Oh, that's real sad. Yeah. It looks like there's only two Jurassic Park and The Lost World. And I've read read both. Yeah. Good books. 
Cheryl, have you read either book? Oh, why would I? I've read the fan fiction of the <laughs> love that Jeff Goldblum has with the Jurassic oh, Park dinosaurs. God. Oh, my God. Oh, God, I love that. Fun fact out of you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and how was that? Do you feel like there should be a movie version? Or? No, definitely not a movie version. Maybe okay. like a Quibi or an Instagram story. I would, yeah. I would subscribe. Okay, cool. Um, a Quibi. Oh, gosh. For those who don't know what a Quibi is, like, welcome to 2020, where a Quibi is like a five-minute or less... TV show. ...video on your phone. Yeah. Guys, attention spans are so small, Quibis are where it's at. I refuse to watch them. Although, they have enticed me. There's quite a few Chrissy's big names. Court. And end of story. <laughs> I'm all for it. <laughs> anyway, this um, episode was sponsored by Quibi. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually, like, when you said it, I was like, oh, right, I forgot. Because they, they pushed it hard the last couple of months in all the, like, entertainment magazines out here and stuff. So, like, oh. Holly- Hollywood, oh. you really see a lot about Quibi. I didn't know if it had, like, reached outside of this bubble like, <laughs> of and L.A. It is, I don't know, they niche marketed it to me, like, Nicole um, Richie, who I, like, love, has, like, a rap persona, Quibi, and so, like, yes, I'll subscribe to that. And then Christy Teigen's court, where she disputes, like, roommate drama, like, absolutely. (laughs) And then they just came out with this series of people who have, like, reenacted scenes from um, uh, The Princess Bride, and Jennifer Garner did it, and, like, the Jonas Brothers, like, it's... Oh, wow. Take my money. I'll do that. Interesting. Wait, do you give them money? Yeah, it is a subscription. It's like Netflix or something, like 10 bucks. How much does it cost? I don't know. I have someone else's password. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. Hold on. Hold on. I'm I'm going to text. um, They really should have told us. Who started Quibi? Hold on. Uh, Jeff Katzenberg. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna text Jeff real quick. Hey. Yeah, this is like Elon Musk. <laughs> You've got uh, the, quite the Hollywood Rolodex. Uh, yeah, I mean, ever since I moved out here, you know, I've really mm-hmm. just started to network. Absolutely. Um, what what I did, you know, what show did show up on there that I really wanted to watch was they extended Reno 911. Oh. They brought it back, oh. and that show is fantastic. Anyways, we are way off topic, but Quibi, are we? just so you know, you get the first 14 days free, and then plans start at $4.99. Ugh, can't beat it. There you have it. Yeah, that there feels like a it. really good deal. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Jeff Katzenberg. But here, so here's, I'm going to bring it back to Jurassic Park. Perfect. Um, All right. I was trying to think of like a clever transition, but there there can't, there cannot be one no. from Quibi to Jurassic Park. <laughs> Well, you could have gone like, well, thanks, Jeff Katzenberg, but let's go back to our favorite Jeff. Goldblum. Goldblum. <laughs> Damn it. Star of the 1993 movie Jurassic Park. Right. But the funny thing about the movie, so right, the movie came out in 1993. But in the meantime, Universal Studios Hollywood was already in works to bring a Jurassic Park attraction to their theme park. Like that's Wait. crazy. So they're they're pulling like a Bugs Life thing. They were pulling a Bugs Life, mm. meaning, regardless of whether this film actually was successful or not, they were going to put a Jurassic Park attraction in the park because, according to Steven Spielberg, this was just gonna be a big hit. Gonna be a big hit. He was banking on it. But didn't Disney do that too? Or wait, I don't know timelines. 
That's so much better, though, to do that ahead of time and be like, look, dinosaurs can't fail. But then, like, to have something and then do something of it, like American Idol, and it's like, yeah, this was big, and then it became so Right. But did did that happen at Disney? Well, like, Dinosaur the movie was not great. But it was Countdown to Extinction. So what came first, the chicken or the egg? Well, they, to extinction was first. Yeah, they did that first, and then they threw in the dinosaur. I see what you're saying, though, Cheryl. You're saying, like, the original attraction that then turns into a movie is never going to be as good as one that they're like, no, we're banking on this ahead of time. Well, yeah, and it's like, it's dinosaurs. You can't, like, you cannot go wrong. I think that's a great point. Yeah. Right, right. like, they're not a... It's not an experimental uh, thing. Like, we all know what dinosaurs are. <laughs> Absolutely. So, okay. So, it gets even more interesting. So, as we know, this is a water ride. It is a boat ride. Originally, in the original concept, they wanted it to be like a Jeep-style um, oh, attraction. That has been my biggest question as to why, especially when you watch <laughs> this movie about a theme park. Right. That they have a ride that is in a Jeep <laughs> on a track. Like, why did they not make a ride like that? So, because at the time, the technology wasn't there. They, and, and they, wanted that, they wanted it to be kind of fast-paced or exciting. And they couldn't make um, the, the dinosaur animatronics move along quickly with, like, a Jeep-style attraction. Oh, okay. So, you, what you're saying is, like, they're... Because I was like, wait, there's technology to move a vehicle fast on a track. <laughs> right. They didn't but, know how cars work. <laughs> but the... <laughs> uh, yeah, somebody didn't get the memo about, like, roller coasters. Um, right. But, but what it was is the dinosaurs. Right. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, because like, you have that in Dinosaur the Ride right. at Animal Kingdom. He moves, he moves quick, but, like, still slow. Absolutely. And it wouldn't be Quick like enough. in a Jurassic Park. And, like, you couldn't do it in, like, what looks like an open island. Right, right. Boy, but if you could. But it is interesting that we think of, like, Jurassic Park early 90s, and I think of Animal Kingdom late 90s or 2000-ish, right? But they really weren't that far away timeline-wise. But the technology had improved significantly in, in less than a decade in order to do a fast-paced dinosaur ride in right. a Jeep. Which is really interesting. I think we'll talk about that a lot this episode, like comparing these two. For sure. Book fans, which, uh, raise your hand if you're a book fan out there. I'm I'm raising Um, my hand. I see it. (laughs) I can't. Um, But so then in the end, they decided to go for a boat ride scene, which is actually from the book, Mm -hmm. which is pretty cool, Mm -hmm. I think. And yeah, the story um, stayed pretty much the same kind of throughout development. It's you're entering... Jurassic Park, you're on a tour, a leisurely tour, something goes wrong, um, and then you've got to make a quick escape out from the scary dinosaurs, but we'll talk about that later. But yeah, so that's that's kind of the, the main history of the ride. The ride itself opened in 1996. Do you guys know when the movie actually opened? That would be interesting. Uh, I think, what did I say, 93? Is that right? Yeah. Hold on. Let me. I'm, te- I'm texting uh, Steven again. Let me see. <laughs> hey, 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 Berg. Hey, it's, it's, it's the Berg. It's uh, the Berg and the Bee. When you say that, I think the Gutenberg, and then I'm like, what's what? happening in life? <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Steven says it was released in 93. Yeah, it was a big, big year for him. Big year for him. Yeah. Um, and then the Jurassic Park, again, what I've always referred to as River Adventure. What am I talking about in Islands of Adventure? Is it not called that? Uh, Isn't that weird? Let me text my other friend. Okay. You're, uh, wow. I hope you have it in minutes for this. Do you still pay for texts? Adventure. <laughs> I, I do. Ten, ten cents per text. Yeah. yeah gosh. Sorry. Um, I'll send you a check. Okay. Wait. No, it cost. says, yeah, Universal Orlando Jurassic Park River Adventure Ride. Great. Okay. I thought I was making that up, but I guess it makes sense when we think about theming here. So in Islands of Adventure in Orlando, it's the it, you are in Jurassic Park the land. So it it makes sense that it would they're trying to fit with the with the theming, right? You're not going right. on Jurassic Park the ride. You're going on Jurassic Park, the river adventure. The a river adventure because exactly. you're inside of Jurassic Park. Whereas in Hollywood, it truly is very similar to a lot of how uh, Hollywood is set up, or at least uh, historically it was set up, where it's just like, welcome to the mummy ride. <laughs> welcome to the Jurassic Park ride. You just kind of like enter right. the ride. There's very little theming. So that makes sense. Thank you for that sanity check there. I feel a lot better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, here's actually maybe the wildest fun fact about this attraction. It is considered the theme park attraction with the highest budget ever, oh. with $110 million. What? Which was more than the budget of the film, which was somewhere in the $60 million range. That's kind of insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's nuts. If you think about it, again, at the time, think early 90s when this is coming together, the technology of the animatronics is really, really, really stunning. 1990, 1991, they were originally like, we could do a lot of like CGI type stuff with screens. And then the actual success of the movie that was very reliant on actual props and sets and puppeteering kind of changed the game for them. And they said, we have to go full animatronic, which That's is amazing. amazing. Yeah. And and how lucky, how lucky are we actually? Because we talk about a lot on here how screens age themselves so quickly. Oh yeah. And animatronics are a little timeless. They're a little, mm-hmm. they stick around. They have lasting power, which is really great. It's kind of insane that it was that much money during yeah. that time. Wow. Exactly. It's it's lasted, like you mentioned earlier, um, Jurassic Park, the ride in Hollywood, Universal Studios, closed, uh, I guess, just about two years ago. Yeah, 19, or 2000, well, 1998. Oh, 20, <laughs> it closed in 2018 and has been replaced by Jurassic World. The ride. Have, the have, ride. Has anyone been on that ride? No, I haven't been back. No, me neither. But I've seen a lot of videos of it, and it looks really, really great. I mean... Did they... Is it like... Because I, I know nothing about it. I didn't want to read anything about it because I thought I would ride it. Mm-hmm. Now having the baby, I'm not. I'm never going to make it to go and ride it while I'm here. I mean, so. never. No, <laughs> not never. But like in the near future, right. while it's still fresh and new, I'm right. not going to be able to ride it. So... Is it, did they take out a lot of stuff or did they completely like redo it? Like, I don't. So when I watched some new videos um, for the new ride, the Jurassic World ride, I wasn't sure what the old one was. So at, oh, I, okay. but turns out they're actually, it's very similar to River Adventure in, in Orlando. Mm-hmm. And so the story's pretty similar. You still kind of come across gentle dinosaurs right like through the water there is um a really cool scene where it looks like you go 
through like an underwater tunnel. And this is all screens, but it Mm -hmm. looks very, very good. And then you have the big, you know what? I don't know the names of any of these dinosaurs. That giant whale (laughs) looking thing. Yes, the whale dinosaur that's like Mm -hmm. famous in that movie for jumping up and eating things like out of the air. It's like a big attraction there. And so he, he or she, is swimming along in this tunnel. And then at a certain point, kind of starts breaking the glass which is a really Mm. cool effect and then there's water starting to come out so it it just looks really really good and again on on camera even it looks really good so i can imagine um in person it's a quite a cool effect and then i believe the towards the kind of climactic point of the ride where the big scary dinosaurs pop out i believe they're updated animatronics um maybe the in i think in jurassic world the whole story is like the T-Rex is nothing compared to this new dinosaur or whatever. Yeah, That's kind yeah. of the, the thing. And I think that may have been replaced with a new, bigger, badder one. But I can't, mm. I can't confirm that. Okay. Uh, but for the, it's the same thing. You're, you're going through the river. You go up and you come down very quickly and you get splashed. So Got it. at the end of the day, it's, it's the same ride. Mm-hmm. But I'd say as far as like the reskinning goes or the plussing up of attractions, which is... We talk about this all the time. Um, I think it was probably a job well done. Again, I'm not as nostalgic for Universal rides, and neither is Universal, so they tend to right. <laughs> quite a bit. Well, um, and, the, and the feeling in Hollywood is definitely, like you were mentioning earlier, it's very com- compartmentalized, mm-hmm. where it's like, here's Harry Potter land, and here's, mm-hmm. you know, Dr. Seuss land, and here it just feels very, like... But not even like where you walk in and it's, I mean, I guess Harry Potter is probably the most immersive where the other ones are, you're walking through sound stages and um, lots on a studio type type thing. I keep going back to that thinking about um, other attractions we've talked about there, like E.T. or The Mummy. Mm -hmm. And that those those truly were just like, welcome to our soundstage for The Mummy. Yeah. (laughs) It's so weird. The first time I went there, you take those long escalators down to the lower level where they had Jurassic Park and The Mummy and I think maybe even Transformers is down there. I might be wrong. But it's it's just these big buildings and you're just walking through. Like, it's so weird. It's such a different feeling. Yeah. It is weird. I would have maybe a harder... T- I, you might be spoiled. I think we're Walt Disney World people. We yeah, all, it's true. I started going to Universal like during the time of harry potter so i feel like i'm a little spoiled in the immersive land right you know to to my actual first like full immersive theme park experience was bush gardens williamsburg Mm. and i know that's like a weird one because you don't hear like the stories of the the lands but you don't but you should (laughs) yeah i mean the way they had it set up back then and they've changed it since then a little bit but it's still one of the best but it was it was divided by um like uh, almost, I don't know if they did it by country, but that's how it felt. So it was like you mm-hmm. walked into the German area and the Italian area, right. and uh, the music, the the scenery, the shows, the rides, like everything was themed around that. Uh, it was quite impressive. Yeah, I've only been there once as a kid, and I do remember it being, um, yeah, like European. The themes was European countries, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's yeah. really nice. Here's um, a couple more just fun facts about the ride. There is also a version of this attraction in Universal Studios Japan um, that opened in 2001, and it is an exact clone 
of um, the uh, Orlando, the Islands of Adventure mm-hmm. version, except, listen to this, it's just opposite. <laughs> like previously where you take a left turn in the oh, Japan movie. Oh, crazy. Right so turn. it's just mirrored. Like... It's just totally mirrored, right? Oh, wow. Probably That's just weird. to take up the space that they had. The other fun facts here are the big drop at the end is an 85-foot drop at a 51-degree angle. Okay. That's pretty intense. Pretty steep. Splash Mountains is a 50-foot drop at 45 degrees. It's different. That six degrees makes everything. Yeah. Six degrees of separation is what (laughs) they call it. Kevin Bacon, right? Kevin Bacon's at the bottom of the hill. <laughs> hey, let's let's do that real quick. Let's connect uh, Kevin Bacon to Jurassic Park. <laughs> okay, go, Jeff. Uh, uh oh, Cheryl, what you got? Wait, there's got to be something with. Oh, there's definitely. Oh. Our listeners right now are like screaming at the yeah podcast. Like, this is it right here. What about like Laura Dern? Because she's definitely been more recent in a lot of stuff. You could do like. Because Laura Dern's on Big Little Lies. Is there a Reese Witherspoon or Nicole Kidman to Kevin Bacon? Hold on. I have to think this through. Kevin Bacon. Let's see. Footloose, obviously. He's been in everything. Has he? What else has he been in? Oh, wait. I got it. He was okay. in Days of Thunder, right? I don't know. I don't know what that is. What? No, I was going to have a connection, but I don't know. Um, oh, I got it. Okay. Kevin Bacon was in A Few Good Men with Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise was married to Nicole Kidman, and they also did multiple movies together. Nicole Kidman was with Laura Dern in Big Little Lies, and Laura Dern is in Jurassic Park. Wow. Boom. Okay, but that was, that was what, four? One, two, four. I think four. Can you do it I in think less? You can co- I think you can come in under, yeah. Cheryl? I'm thinking. About what? I'm noodling. Oh, okay. I'm not a very big Kevin Bacon person. Because I, like, I mean, Jeff Goldblum, Independence Day. So you got a Bill Pullman, Will Smith connection right there. Mm, But then I can't, mm -hmm. I can't translate. What about um, Sam, what was his name? Sam, oh, what, Sam Jackson, Jurassic Park. Oh, my God. Why isn't there, like, an immediate connection there? I'm stumped. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I got two more fun facts. They're good ones. Let's do it. The three more. Sorry. The boats, like Cheryl mentioned earlier, are 25 seaters. So they're really big. That's gigantic. It is huge. And so it was, this was such, what do you call that, Ashby, a people eater attraction? Yes, people Mm -hmm. eater. It's a huge people eater attraction, which is great. And then the drop itself is goes at 50 miles per hour, which is very fast. Mm-hmm. And it creates a 40-foot wave at the bottom, which it is very impressive. And there's, there's like a lookout point, at least at Islands of Adventure, where it's really fun to watch the boats come down. I always, I'm always impressed by, there was one, I don't remember what park it was at. I have to look it up, but there was a, a, a water ride like big boat, same kind of thing, but that there was a bridge across. Oh sure. The, and it was for a while they would let it splash, and then they end up putting plexiglass because the splash was so, it was so impactful. It was actually hurting people. Yeah, I remember at my like local Six Flags growing up, we had tidal wave, and it was the same. Yeah, the bridge, and you would you had to like stand on the second wall 
and hold on to it right because it right. was such an intense wave i loved that that was that was better than the ride was the bridge i loved watching it i would never go on the bridge though right because <laughs> i remember yeah because you don't like being wet don't get wet <laughs> that's so true but yeah, those are all my like general fun facts about Jurassic Park the Ride or Jurassic Park River Adventure. I guess whatever coast you prefer. Nice. The rides themselves between the two coasts are pretty similar. There are a couple of very, very minor things that are different. But as we discuss, I can I can point those out as well. So get excited for those. I'm just going to sprinkle them in. All right. The one thing I forgot to mention earlier was because I would go with friends, you know, to Universal. I never disliked waiting because they would go on the ride and I'm like, I'm good. I don't want to ride because, you know, water ride. But I loved waiting in the gift shop right where the exit comes around because you can kind of stay. There's like a little pathway right between the exit of the ride and the gift shop where you can just kind of hang out. Hmm. You can hear the like the the BGM of the not the music, but just the sound effects of the like jungle sounds of oh, you know, in the trees. And you can hear the music because it's coming through the gift shop. Wow. So I would just like stand there and like, of course, everybody's coming off the ride and they're loving it. So you get that positive energy and then you get to listen to the music and the sound effects. And I love it. It's, it's great. That is great. I've always ever just gone on it. So I've never experienced that. Cheryl? I mean, Kevin Bacon was in Apollo 13. <laughs> and yet I can't seem to make it work. It's okay. Is there a Tom Hanks? That's what I'm trying uh, to figure out. Connection to oh, guys. Any of the main actors? I'm trying. From I'm Jurassic going Park? down a Bill Pullman rabbit hole right now. So a Rita Wilson attachment. I just think Ugh. we could get this into like two, and I just I'm mad about it. You know what I mean? Like it's. It is weird. Oh wait, what's his face was in? Uh... Oh no, that doesn't work either. There's too many connections. I'm sorry. Keep going. Um, Cheryl, when would you say the last time you went on this ride was? Um, maybe it's within the past five years. That's positive. Same. We were definitely together then in that case. I think, I believe so. Yeah. Oh, man. I got it. Great. You got one? Okay, yes. here we go. Do it. Okay. Kevin Bacon was in Apollo 13 with Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks was in Sleepless in Seattle with Bill Pullman, who was in Independence Day. That's still four. Frick. I'm working on it. Wait. Sleepless in Seattle. Oh, right. Okay. I got you. I got you. you. Wait. But finish it. Well, Sleepless in Seattle, Bill Pullman, Bill Pullman, Independence Day, Jeff Goldblum. But that's still just four. I think that's five, isn't it? What about Spaceballs? (laughs) Keep working, Cheryl. (laughs) Okay. So let's talk about this ride for a second here, or for the next, the remainder of this podcast, hopefully. Um, okay, so the ride itself, in at River Adventure at least, the queue is mostly outdoors, but covered. It's one of those rides. Mm-hmm. With like the outdoor TVs in the boxes and fans and misters and stuff one of my least favorite uh (laughs) cues to wait in (laughs) yeah it's not amazing the good news about river adventure is that it's not typically a very long wait i'd say like 25 maybe tops do you know what the um hollywood cue is like at all do you have any memory of it was basically um um no theming well some you have a lot of monitors in the queue Mm -hmm. but it's a lot of switchbacks so a lot of back and forth underneath of 
these large structures, like outdoor structures, it is not <laughs> a good, it's just a, it's a cue. Water rides tend to do that, though. They want you to be, like, as uncomfortable as possible, like, out in the elements before they're going to throw water on you. I guess it makes sense. You don't want people, like, nice and cool from the air conditioner getting on a water ride. Hmm. That is pretty smart if if they're doing that. I'm trying to think of other water rides. Splash Mountain is, I guess, towards the end of the queue is indoors, but it's not exactly, like, cool and crisp. It's very, like, dark and muggy. Right. They do pass that AC, though. Yeah. Yeah, they do. The other two water rides at Universal are also outdoor queues for the most part, mm-hmm. I feel like. Yeah. Ooh. Well, I mean, come on. Jurassic Park needed a gazillion million dollars. They're not going to spend it on the queue. <laughs> yeah. What a terrible queue. Like, that is not mm-hmm. where the budget went. Mm-mm. Okay, well, whether or not this counts, both Kevin Bacon and Jeff Goldblum were in Will and Grace multiple episodes. Oh. I think that, it, that counts. That's a connection. Yeah. It's not as exciting, though. Um, All right, so you get on the ride. It's usually soaking wet, so already your butt is wet. Ashby hates it. I'm already done. Super upsetting. Um, I hate water rides for for another reason, of when you get in the ride, you're already wet. Yeah, it's gross. That's a gross feeling. Because it's also really gross when you get in a water ride and it's kind of, like, warm, that's one Ugh. of the worst feelings. Like Gross. someone else's warmth and wetness is is pretty much as bad as it gets. I think. Yeah, that's. I'm thinking about it right now, and I'm I'm disgusted. The good news is, let's get out of here immediately. You go up an immediate lift hill, and you start hearing the really great soundtrack. I can't do it. You can, you and you did. That sounded fantastic. Oh, thank thank you. you. Thank you. But it is very, very delightful. You kind of turn a corner and you see the big gates for Jurassic Park. And yeah, you see, you hear that exact portion of that song. There's a little bit of a voiceover and the doors open and you see dinosaurs. I'd say it's one of the best reveals of an attraction that I've ever seen. You don't usually get that much of a reward in a ride so early in the in the ride itself, I think. Yes. Maybe other than meeting Reggie at the very beginning of The Mummy. I mean, he tells you exactly what's going on. This one is very deceitful. Like, you're going, like, the premise of the ride is you're going on a a river tour of a dinosaur holding area. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be enjoyable. You're supposed to be enjoying yourself. But I don't know if we're going to. Who knows? I, I, yeah. Does anyone here on the podcast tonight consider themselves like dinosaur enthusiasts? Do you know the names of any dinosaurs? Absolutely not. I used to, when I was a kid, loved dinosaurs and could name the like the big ones, like the, the ones that most people know the names of. Do you know the name of the very first dinosaur you see on this ride with a very long neck? Ultrasaurus. Is it... I don't. It raises I, I, its neck high above everybody. Yeah, is that is that what its name is? Yes, according wow. to Wikipedia. Oh, thank you, Wikipedia. It's a very. It is an impressive moment. He does. He like lifts his head up. He's got like leaves in his mouth. And it's not right. like a, a one of the because the two big ones that I always knew of was the brontosaurus and the 
Allosaurus, maybe? I don't What's remember. the Allosaurus? According it's one of those to Wikipedia, we have the Ultrasaurus, the Piscatosaurus, a Stegosaurus, which, like, really? No, oh, the Stegosaurus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, know, I definitely know the Stegosaurus was on there, because that was my favorite as a kid, and I remember seeing it on the ride. I really enjoy this portion of the ride. You always kind of think that the dinosaur is going to, like, spray you with water. They kind of pop in and out. Um, yeah, that actually, like, it is a peeve of mine. Like, every single time. And we're not there yet. But, like, why every single time? Like, why can't I just enjoy what I signed up for? Yeah, I mean, you're preaching to the choir here. We all would just like to enjoy the original plan for all these rides. <laughs> Thank you. That is 800% how I feel about it. Like, I would not be, and that's why I get really mad at people who don't like Navi River Journey, because it's a perfect attraction in that way. You're just like, oh, there's no drama, we're not being led astray, nothing terrible happened, we just went on a leisurely, like, tour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what's that, What's the forest called? Bio, bioluminescent? The bioluminescent. Tour. And that's all I want, that's what I signed up for, and that's what I got. Therefore, I love Navi River Journey. Mm-hmm. In stark contrast, you go to Dinosaur, and all I wanted to do was go back in time to the Cretaceous period. And no, that's not what we do. (laughs) I just wanted to hang out with Felicia Rashad. Of course, don't we? Of course. She's too busy for us, though. Yeah, Yeah, she's she's at work. We'll get a beer with her later. Let me, I'll send her a text real quick. Sure, yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. Um,. But similarly, yeah, Jurassic Park, we're just on this relaxing river cruise. The the voice is is pointing out dinosaurs that we can draw our attention to. We're really enjoying it. We're getting sprayed a little bit with misty water because Mist. it's hot out. Feels nice. Agreed. But no, no, we can't have nice things. We can't have nice things. And we notice that our boat starts kind of veering off into a direction into what looks like, like a gets restricted area. knocked out of the way by... Uh, um, Paris Felicidonis Felicidus? <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that sounds perfect. Paris Sarlophus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm really good at words. Yeah. But here's the deal. We're headed towards Hadrasar Cove. And I remember that because every single time, and this is my favorite thing about this ride, though, is that as you get knocked off course to the left, if you're in Orlando, um, the audio <laughs> keeps going forward. So, like, the guy's like, and this is Hadrasar oh. Cove. Because, like, that, yeah, that would but happen. But it's not. <laughs> right, right. But we didn't get there. That's really great. I've never noticed that detail. Oh, it's my favorite. I think I never, well, yeah, I guess I did pay attention to it, but then I also got a little, like, because you start hearing, like, the the, the sound of those, um, what are those squeaking dinosaurs, the ones with the fan that pops the out? Raptors, you know? aren't they? Yeah, I no, thought no, those were raptors, too. No, the ones that the that, that were the demise of um, Ned uh Ned Landry. Oh like the littler ones. The yeah, ones I don't that know spit out the called. black tar. Oh. And they're like and then their little Can you thing pops up. Yeah, one more time. The Dilophosauruses. Oh. okay. Okay. Yeah, those things those actually creep me out more than the raptors. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I feel like a raptor where you like would you would die. Like obviously like it's still a slow death, but like it's just you know you're going to die with them. With these little sneaky boogers, they can be a little cute. Boogers. They'll be a little cutesy with you, right? And they're gonna be like, "I'm a little cute dinosaur, squeak squeak," and then the little thing comes up, and then they're like, bah! 
and then spit in your face and then I don't even know what that feels like. That's got to be not terrible. good. Yeah. yeah. They probably also kill you, but you're right. It will take a lot longer because they I don't. Feel like it would be yeah a longer bellies process. Bellies aren't big enough to eat you at once. Yeah, very true. Yeah, if I was gonna get eaten by a dinosaur, I would want it to be like a very giant, big one with big, sharp teeth. Just, just swallow. Yeah, but what if they get swallowed and you're still alive? Yeah, what if you Pinocchio that and you're just like sitting in his? And it's, it's not like Pinocchio, right? Like you're not Geppetto in like this big encave like boat thing. Like you are in a womb basically, but it's a stomach and there's acid. If I'm being honest, I would be like, how cool is this? Who can say this? For a hot minute. What a way to go. What a way to go. Yeah, correct. I I guess the stomach acid at that point would get to me. Um, But again, I think that's fine. Because we're done. Like, we're not getting out of this. I would rather just be like, wow, what a unique death. And just feel really good about okay, it. But like, then I would the try, like, eight try hours. to take a selfie real quick, like mm-hmm. in the stomach, and send then, it like, to try the to cloud. Send it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> somebody will see this. But, but like, who? Okay, can someone like tell us how long it takes for you to die or be digested by a dinosaur? Like, that could be. Maybe I'll try mm. to make a quibby and let you know. <laughs> I think it would be over. I think it would take a lot longer than a quibby. Let me see. Who could I text about that? Uh, my friend, <laughs> Bill my Dr. friend Rex, Doctor Seeker, maybe. Oh, Doctor Seeker might know. Let me let me send him a text. Yeah, thank you. Ashby also texts on his computer. Yeah, it's my computer that I text on. Yeah. He's that one person with an iPhone that keeps the clicks on, and you're like, let Turn me off. let me just be honest. I'm actually still on AOL Instant Messenger. Uh, <laughs> What's your screen name? I've got AIM up. Um, uh, what was it? I actually had a screen name? What was my screen name? Oh my! <laughs> this is gonna sound so dorky. My screen name on AOL was um, not spelled completely out, but it was Commander Reb, C C M N D R, and then a capital R E B, like capital R and then E B. And the reason it was that was because I <laughs> I was such a, so into Star Wars, and I was a commander for the Rebel Alliance. Oh my! <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> That is. It's like good. one of but those I had to ch- no one else would get though from what you. <laughs> no, people would be like, "What's he a commander of? Like commander? What is he, is he in the army? Like what is it?" I had to change it though because you know what my original screen name was, and this is really silly. So when my stepdad was setting up AOL for all of us in the house, I was like, I- "I'm the worst at coming up with like usernames or screen names. I'm not creative at all. It's like." A. Clark. Okay, great. Um, so he's like, you got to come up with a you know unique name. And I'm like, I don't know. And he came up with it. He's like, oh, well, you like, because I played Nintendo all the time. And I was like, yeah, okay, I, I like Nintendo. So he's like, all right. So he types it in. And, of course, it's like add numbers, you know, so it's like whatever. So my screen name was Nin, N-I-N, Man, 117, Nin Man. <laughs> And then, so this also last, ma- man, I'm assuming you're like eight, right? Like I'm a kid, so that's my screen name. And the, I remember like people would get so confused. They're like, "Do you like Nine Inch Nails?" And I'm like, "Who's Nine Inch Nails?" Like, because I didn't, I ne- I'd never heard of them. The opposite. <laughs> I was like, "No, I like Nintendo," and they're like, "Loser." You're like, that is not what that is. Nine Inch Nails, man. Yeah. (laughs) That's what everybody thought. They would ask me in the chat, like, are you a Nine Inch Nails fan? Oh, my God. That is so good. Yeah. That was it. Mm, I'm still terrible at 
screen names, guys. So if anybody has great suggestions, please let me know because I'm terrible. I don't know. What's like your, aren't you on, um, what's it called? Where you like stream video games? Twitch? <laughs> oh, that one, I, that one I came up with Clark Bar oh. because my last name and Candy Bar oh, from like cute. the 1950s. So. Yeah, I like that. That also, that's kind of your personality. <laughs> right. That fits. Yeah. You didn't go with Nine Inch Nails Super Fan Man? <laughs> Nin so Man. Funny. Dear God, I wish I could like look that up. Com- I like Commander Reb. Coma- Commander Reb. <laughs> that is really good. Guys, I used to, you could go into chat rooms and you could like role play Star Wars. It was like Dungeons and Dragons online. It was the best. <laughs> okay, I feel upset that I did not know about that because I feel like uh, so we could have met. I would have like, been like, commend our rep? Is that <laughs> you? Well, wait. What would your screen name be, Molly? What would it be? Like, if it was, like, a Star Wars-themed... Oh, I don't know. Kylo Ren wasn't around back then. No, no. You could have been Kylo Ren before Kylo Ren was a thing. I fantasized about Kylo Ren before Kylo Ren was a thing. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Um, wow. I don't know. What was I into? So I would would have been something with... Amidala at the time because I was a huge Padme oh, fan. Uh huh. So, but I also feel like my last name is funny, and I was always trying to make like puns off of that. So I don't so know. Would you be like Amidala's shoe? Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> would have been like, get it. <laughs> There's nothing to get. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So God, we. I'm. You know, I'm glad we met in real life, but we probably right. would have been online friends too. Now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> Well, how did we get way off track here? Yeah, oh, because I was using I was using AIM to text the, my dinosaur expert. Yeah, Doctor Seeker. <laughs> oh my god. But okay, so speaking of those little little aliens, though, that like shoot out um, alien the poison or whatever. Did you just say alien? <laughs> wait, wait, aren't uh, dinosaurs aliens? <laughs> quick fact check: Maybe. dinosaurs are not aliens. <laughs> they are from this planet. <laughs> okay, but. That's hard to believe because they no one knows that. I, I mean, didn't even have to text anybody on that one. I just knew it. Okay, okay. Guys, quarantine I, makes it hard to talk to people. It's <laughs> this is hard. You guys are the only people I talk to, and um, oh, I don't even God. see you. There will be. I can't be convinced. Times you're real. Where I look at my roommate and I'm like, "Hey, can you put this in the toaster?" And it will be like ice cream, and they're like, "Do you mean no. the freezer?" And I'm like, "Yes." Yeah. Why? <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> Guys. I, hey, at least I'm, I'm not jumping on here with my, my baby talk, because that's basically that's how true. I speak 24-7. Oh, Gosh, we are in rough mental shape tonight. <laughs> anyway. Um, I think I meant, I think I said alien, though, because also we're talking about uh, Steven Spielberg sure, movies. Sure, sure. I just, uh, okay. let's, let's run with it. <laughs> Um, so the small dinosaur who is a resident of planet Earth, um, the little ones, though, I think they are, they're like fighting over a torn up piece of uniform. Yeah. And that's in like an abandoned boat. It looks like another boat has gone the same way we have, except they all died. We can assume. It says Compsognathus. I don't know. But they're fighting over a bloody crew shirt. Yeah, that's wild. Now, in the Hollywood version, 
there's a nice little Easter egg hidden here. It's not an Easter egg. It's just like an outright diss. There's a floating pair of Mickey Mouse ears in the water. What? I did not. Yeah. Either I didn't notice that or I just wasn't paying attention. That's crazy. Yep. Now, I cannot confirm that on the updated version, but in the old right, version, right. that did happen. I love how you're like, there's like a funny story here. And then it's like, no, it's full on dishonor to your houses. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> I'm like, here's something cute with a little aliens. <laughs> Mickey Mouse was murdered. They murdered. No, oh. they, I think it's supposed to be like they murdered. Like a yeah, a yeah, yeah. tourist, but which is no still... less sad or well, <laughs> <laughs> just less iconic. So to sum it all up, you're going through this lovely like river, river time adventure, river time. Okay, through. Alien dinosaurs, so that you can learn about them and find out about their, their you know, happens, happenings. And then all of a sudden you get knocked off course through, mm-hmm. like, this broken enclosure that says, like, these yeah. are the dangerous animals, but yet there's, like, an ability to sail over there. Well, and it's, um, it, yeah, it looks like you're in the middle of an, a compound or a dangerous animal enclosure. Mm-hmm. There's, like, barbed wires and flashing lights, and the alarms are going off. Like, something has gone wrong. And you, We're aware of that. You wonder why they keep the dangerous ones so close to, like, guest-facing areas. You know, couldn't you have just, like, put that right. on the other side of the building? Right. You know what? I bet Jurassic Park doesn't have doors on their bathrooms mm. like Animal Kingdom does. Right. They've thought of no, everything. It's Newman. <laughs> who was that guy you said who got eaten off the toilet? No, is, isn't it? Ne- oh, no. That's no. the lawyer. Oh, that's yeah, the that's lawyer. That's the lawyer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know his name. He was not a definitive you character don't in need my uh, doors on your bathrooms experience. when you got hungry dinosaurs. <laughs> but, but that care. let's let's be real though. That bathroom was made of pieces of wood and like <laughs> That's my favorite part of paper towels. Like it was it was this the worst made it bathroom is an that you could have hit. For in. sure. Yeah. Yeah. But then you see, you know, raptor velociraptors, these little thingies that are gonna eat ya. And then we get to one of my favorite parts where it's that big cage of things that are, like, dangerous and it feels like there's a bunch yeah. of, like, animals in it. I think it's supposed to be raptors, actually. Sure. And it, like, yeah. it looks like it's going to drop on you. It's, like, threatening to drop. And it's intense when it, like, that's the gimmick is, guys, yeah. watch out. It's a good, is that, it's is a good that, effect. Is that before or after the, the Jeep? Okay. I'm glad you mentioned the Jeep. The Jeep is a Hollywood exclusive. Okay, right. So okay, Hollywood, I couldn't remember which one I saw that at. Jeep. Hollywood has the Jeep, and Orlando has this this box that looks like it's gonna fall. And a box makes it sound like it's like a birthday present. It's like a it's a cage. <laughs> yeah, they put um, a cage of raptors above a, a flume. Like why? Well, again, who's in charge here? I want to get with the um, building manager, the foreman, the construction foreman. Mm-hmm. What does the Chris Jeep Pratt. do? <laughs> So the Jeep is interesting. So it looks like what it looks like the Jeep has done is it's like dangling on the top of the wall and then falls down the side of the wall. Towards us? It's almost a, yeah, it's like yeah. a recreation of the scene where, the remember he when asks, the T-Rex knocks the Jeep off the edge of the giant cliff that everyone seems to wonder why it's there because it doesn't seem like it matches the scene before. Um you know when the kids are trying to escape out of the oh, jeep? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 
And then he he knocks the jeep over, and then there's like that whole like swinging on the rope thing. <laughs> Not to be to avoid the jeep. Confused with the scene in the second Jurassic Park where a school bus gets knocked off the side, or a bus gets knocked uh, off no. the side, and Vince Vaughn is like, <laughs> "I'd like a cheeseburger." Right, right. Yeah, they like to knock vehicles over cliffs. I love that little. Have you ever read read into that though? That whole like, because like there is questions about the. Um, the, the element of because you know like when they're when they drive through and the first time we ever see the the Tyrannosaurus Rex pin and there's the little goat you know that they bring up like meh and then nothing happens right but when you look at that scene the ground is all level there right like there's the goat thing there's trees there's you can see the ground but then when they come back to the Tyrannosaurus Rex pin area. Now there's just this – somehow there's this giant what looks to be like a 100,000 feet tall drop-off down to below. Like what – I don't – I'm so confused yeah, Steve, by that. Steve, help us understand, please. A lot of people have said like, oh, it's a different little section because the T-Rex pin is like a large area. There's There's been some debate I've read online about this. Okay. Let me ask Steve, Steve real quick. Type in it. Steve. What's Steve's his, screen name? His screen name is. Uh, uh, I can't even make up one for another person. Yeah, that's, that's how really bad dark. I am. Mine would have been Steve Phones Home. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so good. I just thought of like it's like his first like letter S and then Berg, so it's just Spurg, Spurg, <laughs> the Spurg. Ashby, that's awful. <laughs> Based on um, your logic for things, it would have been something like Alien Fan 84. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, all right, hold on. Uh, Berg from Nin Man. <laughs> it would have been like Spaceman 52. <laughs> hey, Spurg, it's me, Nin Man. It's basically, what, yeah, whatever you're, like, whatever you like as a kid, just that plus man, and that will make your screen. It's funny, though, because the girl version of that, and I can speak from experience, is whatever your favorite animal is, and then princess. So, like, you'd be a zebra princess, because <laughs> that was me. Wait, what were you? Zebra princess. Zebra is your yes. favorite animal? Yeah, why not? Mine would have been alien princess, but oh my I, God. I would have thought it was dinosaurs. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Anyways, Zebra oh <laughs> wow. Princess and Spurg. All right, so we got past the. We're at the crate slash jeep. At this point, we go in to. What is this building? The research lab, or just the the highly scary containment area? I think it, it's called the the water treatment, right? I believe Something. it is. Yeah, I think it's it's supposed to be like a utilities building for that supporting Jurassic Park. Okay. Which is like also like I just want to pause for a second. It's pretty lazy a, theming. A water treatment facility where the water goes into the building up a hill. That makes no sense at all. Yeah. Well, you know what? Neither does bringing back dinosaurs. That's so. true. Who are we? Actually, I mean, the, I have you you have you seen the orientation video at Jurassic Park? That it, makes complete sense. It makes complete sense, and it is so Disney esque. It makes me so happy. Dino DNA. Like the turning room that looks into the lab and then keeps going. So I love cool. it. We're supposed to not like it, but I love what's, it. What's that little that little guy's name? Doesn't he have a name? The DNA guy. I don't know. 
Dino DNA. Text him. <laughs> Let me text him. Hold on. DNA man from Nin Man. DNA princess. Um. <laughs> I think he does have a name because I remember looking this up. I was so uh, when I went into like the facility at Universal because because in Universal Orlando they actually have what looks like the main building from Jurassic Park when you look at it from the water. Like it has that same look, and then when you walk in, it feels very similar. And the downstairs they have this whole like oh sure. Like We're, interactive area. You can watch an egg be... A dinosaur uh, be hatched. A dinosaur be hatched. And uh, if you're lucky, you can name it Molly, yeah. which one time Cheryl and I did. That is true. This is a true story. DNA. Yep. Oh, his name was DNA. <laughs> what? That's a stupid name. I have no it's lazy idea. writing, Spielberg. DNA. But what, wasn't there something weird with it, though? Like the way he says it? I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm text DNA. God damn it. Hold on. <laughs> so you're going up the water treatment facility and it's very steep and dark it's too dark is that like am i allowed to say that yet yes. i haven't said that in a while are they trying it's too to dark and too loud mu- like do you not need water treatment lighting like i figure you'd have it lighted for emergency causes well here's what i think is going on there's a lot of emergency lights going off right like sirens and and those like um like swirly lights sure you know what i'm talking yeah. about yeah um so i think it's under like a lockdown emergency situation so maybe we're seeing emergency lighting which should be brighter i guess but it's not no i mean maybe they don't want the dinosaurs to be able to see you maybe that's a thing maybe dinosaurs you. yeah they you they don't want you to see you but then but we do see them or we hear we mostly hear dinosaurs well, you can tell while we go up the hill yeah some Something's gotten into this water treatment plant, and we are sailing straight towards it. So we know instantly that oh, this is damn. not a good situation. Mm-mm. And what mu- goes up must come down. Yeah, absolutely. You're right. Yeah. Oh, but anyway, we continue to go because we're in this boat with 25 other people. Cannot be stopped at this point. No. Um, we do see some raptors on the way up, right? Some of those uh, yeah. dilapidated this is things. They oh, like the pop little guys? out of the, the I think it's the, well, the, I know there's raptors for sure. I don't know about the little guys. Yeah, but in there is definitely, in the building is definitely when we start to get sprayed by poisonous venom. Oh, no. Which is, like, horrifying, because, like, what if you believe in that stuff? I do, typically. I know, and then all of a sudden you get sprayed in the face. No, it's awful. It's a horrible feeling. It definitely, it definitely turns into what I like and dislike about Dinosaur the Ride. At Animal Kingdom, like it becomes a sensory overload because it's the loud alarms, the flashing lights, the and the sounds. Like it's just, yeah, it it's just too much. It's like, oh my god, what's happening right now? It is disorienting. I actually um, don't know what happens once you get up the hill. I know you have to kind of like make a turn, but what is going on? Just you see dinosaurs, you hear dinosaurs. You're just it's disorienting, or does something else specifically happen? There's just dinosaurs that are. It's like that perfect opportunity of the darkness and the the weird pipes and things in the walls and ceiling that they can just kind of pop out of nowhere. And then I think at one point, isn't there like a T Rex? Well, before you get there, like you have a bunch of like shadows of like dinosaurs, like because it it's kind of it looks very uh, mechanical. So there's lots of like 
fencing to like keep you out of like electricity areas and so you see like shadows right. and you hear them definitely and then yeah and this is honestly my biggest like pet peeve of the whole entire thing because you get to the very top of the building and you're you can tell that you're high up and all of a sudden there's a t-rex up at the top of the water treatment center <laughs> how? Yeah, how did he get how in did there he get up there how did she get in there because we know they're all they're all female exactly. dinosaurs. Clever girl. Oh, that's the raptor. I don't, I don't yeah. understand yeah. the structural integrity of this building that all of a sudden you have this massive dinosaur. I think we're meant to not only, I think we're meant to question the structural inte- integrity of this building. And that's, not only are we getting away from the dinosaur, but we're like, I think the whole thing is collapsing. Oh. Like, I think that's kind of what we're meant to believe. That, but then wouldn't the dinosaur then fall behind me and then that'd be a bigger problem too? Because it's like, wow. I'm going to get steamrolled. Just kidding. Yeah. That would be awful. That'd be fun. That should have been part of the ride. It should have. But it didn't. Yeah. Missed opportunity. But no, I'm, I'm totally with you. It kind of comes... So I will say, again, comparing Dinosaur to Jurassic Park, the Jurassic Park dinosaur is so much better in that, like, coming above you and then you go fall below it. They have... Those are very similar scenes yes. in Dinosaur and Jurassic Park. And Jurassic Park, mm-hmm, I think, does mm-hmm. it much much better i believe yeah yeah it, it feel it's definitely like they, they put some money into that one for sure mm-hmm. the dinosaurs we haven't even mentioned this this is the 110 million dollar budget the dinosaurs on this ride look very very good there were a couple years there where they maybe needed a little love and then they got it they look really good i agree they definitely like they look like they're from the movie like they, that's yeah. how good they look and that movie still holds up today which it is holds up that movie holds up and then it's over. Like, there's no final show scene or anything. Like, that is the final show scene, the escape. And then you're just kind of back at the dock and you leave. And if you pay, like, $15, you can stand in one of those intense fans and dry off your clothes. I wonder, though, in a, no. <laughs> in a post-COVID world, if they'll even have those available. I'd imagine probably, probably not, not, right? Man. Hmm. You guys get to keep your money and your wet fannies. I don't know that I would... Like, I don't know if I would want to ride a wet, like, one of the water rides, because, like, that water that's sitting in the seat, you know? Yeah. Blah, blah. Yeah. Don't drink Gross. it. You got a face mask on? I don't want it on, on me at all. It's going to seep in through my Ooh, pores. But then your face mask is wet. Have we, have we, have oh, we, is that no. a thing? Oh, no. I didn't even okay, think about that. For most people in Florida, you're going to sweat so badly anyway. Yeah, that might feel good, It actually. might smell better. Ugh. All that bromine. It'll smell like pirates. Uh, but then it's over. It's kind of a... <laughs> that's it. It is so, kind of a bummer. Story-wise, it doesn't really wrap it up. There's no resolution. No, huh? Like, we just are meant to go back out into Jurassic Park thematically in Islands of Adventure and just not run? Like... Right, like, uh, guys, there's um, a big uh, thing happening. There's been a breakout. But if I think about it, too, there's no recovery. So if I got onto a ride to go through, like, a really cute, quaint, like, dinosaur, like educational experience and then it got wrecked because i went off into the danger zone like i'd like for them to comp me like give me a chance to come back i agree like let's about at least apologize yes. for it I w- so they take they do take your photo on that drop at least give me the photo sure <laughs> i'm just saying i would like to just have a simple dinosaur educational ride same Fine. speaking of the gift shop though <laughs> with the uh, you exit through a gift shop classic model surprise 
Um, you see your photo. Ashby's off to the left, listening to the background music. Uh, to the right. Let's get it right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, right I thought side. I was in Japan where everything's mirrored. Yeah, come on. Um, <laughs> but it is a good, as far as gift shops go, I, you know what? I like a dinosaur gift shop. That's all I mm-hmm. want to say. It's just some good it has stuff. A, it has a, 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 like a museum gift shop feel to it. Mm-hmm. I, I loved museum gift shops. They were my favorite as a kid. I mean, they're my favorite as an adult. Uh, yeah, even today. Yeah. <laughs> um, they definitely have one of those little stations where you can build, fill a bag with rocks, which was irresistible to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Irresistible. A lot of like hand puppet with um, dinosaurs, tons of t-shirts, t- tons of stuffed animals. My favorite is the little, uh, the puppet that has the, um, it's like on a stick. And then at the bottom, you have the little trigger. You know, and you can pull the trigger and make its mouth open. Oh, sure. Just like those long sticks. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. that is junk, and I love it. Yep. Cheryl, have any favorite dinosaur souvenirs? (laughs) I don't, actually. I'm trying to think. Okay. But it was a pretty good shop. Like, if you just love Jurassic Park in general, it was actually a really great um, merchandise shop to go into. Now, speaking of Jurassic Park and Islands of Adventure, though, have you Mm -hmm. guys seen... Or heard any rumors about the Jurassic Park coaster that's been going up? I mean, I've seen a lot of pictures on Twitter. It looks like it's coming along. Yeah, there's like a freaking coaster. Like, there's coaster tracks built over the water. Around the Jurassic Park building. And they have not said an official word about this coaster. As if if we're supposed to just not notice it. It is weird that they haven't, uh, like, given any hint about it at all i don't understand why it's being kept such a secret it might be kind of the new they might be trying to like do something here right where right now disney and universal are um announcing new attractions years ahead of time right they they announced epic universe last year and now i've had to kind of backpedal on that and say it might be delayed or things and disney has also we've said this a, a few times on this podcast where People like me are very thirsty for construction photos and updates and speculation about what this might be. And I think maybe the the less these companies reveal up front, it kind of makes the hype around it pretty exciting. And you're mm-hmm. not like you're not disappointing anyone right away. Right. Um, right. And then uh, until it's done, it's kind of like not telling your friends and family what what the baby name is going to be. To, like, avoid criticism. And then once it's there, it's like, well, you can't say you hate my baby, (laughs) though. (laughs) Right? That's kind of what I feel like might be going on here. And context I like it. I think it's a a great – I think it's a great change to what we're used to. I I hate that we know things way too far in advance. Right. It becomes – it's, like, great news at the time, you know, in in that moment. But then you either forget about it or it loses its, like – luster or there's too much of like criticism around it or something yeah true don't get me wrong we know it's going to be a jurassic park coaster because that's where it is it's going to be (laughs) a dinosaur themed coaster we we are it's in jurassic park and we see a roller coaster like we can put two and two together Mm -hmm. but the fact that they haven't said like it's themed around jurassic world or it's all about a type of dinosaur like we don't know any of those details so there's like nothing to criticize we can only be excited about it i think that's i wonder if cool. they're doing like what they did with remember like what you talked about with this one where it's like they're they're doing it for the new movie like oh. as the movie you know what i mean like 
Oh, interesting. I wonder if something's going on there, you know. Sure, they're like creating it before the movie's out. When are we expected to have another Jurassic Park movie? I don't know. I just read something recently that they confirmed all three of the original are going to have major roles in it. That's great. I um, saw the most recent Jurassic World, Mm -hmm. and I really loved it. The one where it's like basically they go to a big mansion. It's so sad, though. Well, it's it, the beginning's very sad, yes, and the like, oh, yeah, and the terrible. auction yeah. is very sad. But I like that it turns into like just like a high drinks in the in a mansion movie. I just think it's really interesting. Like, I'm glad we're out of the jungle, you know. I did not enjoy the most recent one as much, um, but I also had some issues with. Also, the story got a little weird for me, and. I don't know. I just had a little bit more trouble liking that. And also because I love the environment of the islands and the park. Yeah. And the fact that we weren't there, that kind of turned it That's turned fair. it off for me, you know. I think we'll be going um, back to a park in this next I, one. I think so. Uh, or it's like there's probably another island that we're not aware of or something. I do like um, that the whole Jurassic World set of movies, though, is very self-aware. Like it looks like you're in Universal. Oh, yeah. Right. The yeah. scene with, like, the little orbs and, like, Jimmy Fallon's giving you the safety instructional video. Yeah, yeah. It's hilarious. So funny. Uh, well, the, that, the the whole, like, that main main street that you walk down mm-hmm. um, that has, like, the Jimmy Buffett yeah. restaurant. Yeah. And, like, you, that to me is, like, that's, like, city walk right there. Yes, exactly. Um, so I did find, I, I texted my buddy um, um, Steve. Yeah. yeah. And he said that, yeah, Jurassic World Dominion is coming out June of 2021. Oh, wow. Okay. But we haven't seen, there's been no trailers or anything yet um, for that one. Yeah, I think also, like, <gasps> Hollywood blockbuster movies are kind of, like, unsure well, of who knows, yeah. Yeah. I wonder, release schedules. Though maybe they haven't announced this one because maybe it does have something to do with the movie and, like, spoilers or something you know could be oh yeah. interesting and like i thought i read on like everyone calls it the velocicoaster on twitter and someone said that that oh, was because of a um you know those the internet they look at anytime disney or universal trademarks or like sure. any of that thing yep. so I, I think it came from yep. something like that so who knows but well it makes sense that the the raptors are are such like they're such key characters from um like blue isn't that the mm-hmm. main raptor's name blue. it would be that would make sense that of any other any of the types of dinosaurs that makes sense that they're kind of a large a large part of the more recent stories Agreed. i'm just i'm just excited that they're going to bring the th- like sam neil laura dern jeff goldblum back in action are you serious i don't think i knew that yeah they just confirmed it recently that all three of them will God. be back, and it's not like a little guest spot; like I'm they're sweating. going to be in a, a major part of the movie. Okay, Can sounds great. We, I mean, before we said they were both in Will and Grace, but that was like a TV show, and I didn't know the validity. I found a one degree separation where okay. oh. <laughs> Kevin Bacon okay. was in Apollo thirteen with Ed Harris, and apparently Jeff Goldblum was in the right stuff with Ed Harris. So, like, wow, space oh. Okay. We did Look it. Look at you. Look at you. Okay, we need to find a one. A Just one like, step where they I don't both think there need is to one. be in a movie together. I don't think. Although, now with the newest one, if, if, um, because if you've got, now you've got Chris Pratt as an option and Bryce Dallas Howard, I wonder if there's any connections there. Like one, one away from, uh, Kevin Bacon. 
Ooh, Kevin Bacon and Chris Pratt. I got it. I got a one degree here. Oh. oh, what is it? Okay, so Chris Pratt was in that movie with um, Jennifer Lawrence where they were in space, whatever it was called. Oh, I loved that movie. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. Kevin yeah. Bacon was in... Is that who we're doing? Yeah, that's who we're doing it with. Was in... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, X-Men First Class with Oh, Jennifer that's right. Lawrence. That's right. Ooh, good, good one. Now, though, that we've gotten to one degree separation from Kevin Bacon, is this a good place to end? I think so. I think I did it. I, mean, I think that's as close how as do we're we... going to get. <laughs> right. How do we talk I, I would challenge our viewers, like, if you mm. let us know in the, in, like, in the comments of our, of whatever we're posting, like, let us know if you can think of, uh, so currently released, we're looking for a, a connection, one connection between Kevin Bacon and... Jeff Goldblum, right? That's who we were originally going for. I'd say anyone in the Jurassic Park cast. So just Jurassic Park in general. Yeah. That's right. We were doing anybody. Yeah. Jurassic Park to Kevin Bacon. One step connection. And go. Somebody's going to know it right away. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be so mad. Someone's like shouting in their car. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But we can't hear him because I have a mask on, so. (laughs) I can't hear him because I'm listening to my Jurassic Park music, so. Anyway, I think that's been great. I love Jurassic Park, the ride slash the river adventure. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't wait for the day when we get back there and we can ride it again. And there's no other, like, there's no other Jurassic Park rides. Well, no, I guess there is. There's that weird one that adults can't ride unless you have a kid. God, I'm still bitter. Oh, I've been on yeah. the Pea Flyers. How, yeah. Where'd you yeah. find a kid? No, well, I mean, I don't think that's always <laughs> been the rule. I think it's just, oh. like, a very limited capacity, so they don't allow you to at certain times. But, like, I've done it. Interesting. Oh. It was... Well, now that I have a child, I finally can go. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> it's, like, very scary in the sense of, like, what am I sitting on? It feels like somebody stapled something to a track coaster and you're sitting in between it. <laughs> Aren't you? You're dangling, yeah. though, right? Like, your feet are dangling? Yeah. I'm sure it's perfectly Wild. safe. I'm not trying to say anything like that. But, man, oh, man, I like a little bit more, like, cushion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I understand. Well, I'm excited, even though it's not official yet. I'm excited there's a new one coming. Anything with Jurassic Park, like, let's do it. Yep. And I hope they're able to kind of replant a bunch of those trees. So I feel like they tore a lot oh, of the construction. Yeah. And it feels less Jurassic Parky right now. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully that can be a little bit more lush in the years to come. I'm sure they will. Well, the sad thing now, like, uh, this is something I, I learned when we were doing um, Pandora, the World of Avatar. So, you know, they, they had to make the forest as lush as possible, right? Because it's like, that's the environment of Pandora. But the problem is, is there's these safety guidelines where whenever you put a new tree in, you have to put safety cables on it. So, like, you know how you'll see trees and then they're like, there's these wires that come down from it that basically are just holding it in place so it doesn't fall over or grow in a weird way. Well, that was like a requirement. Now, I don't know if that's like, I don't know if that was like a, a park level, like if that's like a Disney safety level or if that's like a interesting florida level or yeah, whatever i don't know what it was but it was so disappointing to see so many of those cables throughout pandora and there was really it was just a it was something that had to be done so i i think about that all the time now whenever there's going to be a place built with trees and things like that like it just takes away from the immersion so much because you see these wires holding the trees in place i have never noticed them though well, that's good yeah so maybe it doesn't take away Maybe not. I just assume that's what trees were like on Pandora. <laughs> they all had wires that mm. held them up. <laughs> yeah. I assumed it was some form of animal. <laughs> <laughs> like that was their home. I right. Know. I 
just keep remembering um, <laughs> hurricanes. Like, trees are nice, but man, oh man, hurricane season. Well, that's, that's true, yeah. Start. That's such a good point. But it is also too hot if you don't. Like, I love theme parks, but pavement and cement, like, oof, bring Whew. me some trees. But yeah. also a lagoon, you know? Love a lagoon. Yeah. I don't just just make the park all indoors. Like, why can't we just do that? Why aren't we at that Thank level you. yet? Come on. I don't know. Bring back <laughs> Disney Quest. <laughs> oh God. Or, or oh God. Yeah, that was weird. We'll yeah, talk about that one day. A... All right. Well, I think that's it. I love Jurassic Park River Adventure. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome to Jurassic Park. We should have done that at the beginning. <laughs> We're stupid. We had Cheryl sing in though, which was no, that was good. That was good. I'm going to auto-tune it and fix it. Thank you for visiting Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess... How did it... <laughs> I guess... Well, I guess in the new movies, they probably have it. But I was like, in the original Jurassic Park, there was never... We never got the exit. Like, thank you for visiting Jurassic Park. Right. Thank you. Do you Come think again. that they had, like, survey takers, like, to catch you on the way out? Like, what was your experience? Oh, yeah. I'm sure... It... Actually, it probably wasn't in the budget because they were tight on sure. money. They probably were like, nah, nix them. We don't need feedback. You love dinosaurs. That's all that matters. Now I want to go back and watch Jurassic World because that was where you really saw like a full Mm -hmm. theme park. I want to go back and like pick out the theme park stuff from it. It was so good. There were so many very funny, self-aware moments. Yeah. It's really funny. Also a tragedy because all those people die. Yeah, not a, I mean, not a happy ending. No. But. uh, Yeah, not a way to crisis manage. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll get that with the next movie. Maybe the next movie will be like a successful park with dinosaurs that at the end it's just like, hey, we we have a great park, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like everything's great. I mean, that's what I'm holding holding out for. I love that they keep getting second chances, though. Like usually when people die or like if there was like a mass, <laughs> you know, it would be yeah. a huge deal. But you would shut it down. Yeah, but like. You just lo- wait for five years and then reopen it, and people are real stoked. Actually, that seems mm, right. very legit. Like, that's probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't learn from our mistakes. Yeah. Come on, Cheryl. That's a good point. Now that you say it out loud. Great. That's exactly exactly. right. <laughs> Great. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Woo! We'll see you next time. Do that impression of that dinosaur again. The dinosaur? Oh, ah! hold on. I thought you were going to be like, do your, like, John Hammond or uh, no. the, D- the DNA guy. No, do you want me to do the dinosaur? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I love that.